If you haven't checked your mail or your email this week, or even if you have, the May edition of the American Retirement Advisor newsletter is out and ready to go. Find out everything from the Medicare moment all the way to the financial tip of the month this week on 65 and Counting. Welcome back, happy people. Just wanted to share some exciting news before I do the episode this week. Um, I wanted to let you know that our show recently broke a huge milestone. We've officially been downloaded 1,000 times. Not 999, not 998. We've been downloaded 1,000 times. I am so happy all of you are enjoying our show so much. Keep on listening. Okay. So now it's time to bring Mr. Edge back on the show to read May's edition of the American Retirement Advisor Newsletter. Take it away, Mr. Edge. Hi, folks. It's David Edge, and welcome to the reading of the American Retirement Advisor Newsletter. This is May 2021, Volume 21, Issue 5. On the front page, we have our article by David P. Schaefer. Status quo. Some things never change. Some things change so fast you don't even notice. The same. It seems like our politicians are always talking about a good game. Sometimes we believe them, sometimes we don't. Our government thus far has stood the test of time. Our constitution has held our country together for over two centuries. Believe it or not, we are the envy of the world. Our free market economy still allows someone to start with nothing and work hard to create a life for themselves and their family. Opportunity is still what drives folks to come to America from other countries. They seek the proverbial American dream in the land of the free and the brave. Just ask the newest folks crossing our southern borders. Sometimes we take for granted how good we have it here in America. But folks to the north, Canada, and to the south, Mexico, display a more versatile paradigm about what's going on in the United States than in their own countries. Is their view accurate? I think their belief stems from the fact that we drive most of the world's economies. We buy goods and services from everywhere. Let's look at manufacturing example. For instance, my Jeep was assembled in the USA, but the engine was manufactured in Mexico. And our hardwood flooring, much of our hardwood and lumber, is imported from Canada. During a state of prosperity, America shares more than any other country in the world. Whoosh, that seems different. Out with the old, in with the new. Have you looked at the markets lately? They keep on rising, all-time highs, and there looks like no end in sight. We all know better from experience that change is inevitable, but we don't know when. The previous administration used every financial tool in the federal toolbox to move the economy to full employment. They pulled every leather, lever to stimulate growth in nearly every sector. Now a new administration is running the show. The financial markets are still growing. Is inflation a catalyst? Is the dollar worth less? We all notice that gas prices have increased by over 50%. Growth and the increased spending themselves don't cause inflation, and neither do budget deficits. Inflation comes from too much money chasing too few goods. So the good news is, we're not there. Increased taxes hamper growth, especially for small businesses. And oh, by the way, small businesses employ more people than large businesses in America. Arizona has a new income tax which will impact how many folks will spend. The proposed, at the time I wrote this, it looks like the administration was considering not raising federal taxes. But 
The proposed federal income taxes will also impact many folks. Increased taxes create hesitance for businesses to expand and hire. Here's an example of hampered growth. If what we earn is set in stone and how we need to pay higher taxes given the same income and expenses, the only choice will be to cut expenses or go into debt. So many businesses will make cuts from their largest operating expense, likely the workforce equals people. For individuals, the impact will involve having less to spend and save for a rainy day. Different also comes in the form of the economy recovering. Incentivize spending where money is still inexpensive to borrow. Property values increase, continue increasing. Restaurants are open in most cities and small businesses are starting to recover and rehire. Air travel is happening. Tourist areas are filling up again with folks ready to have fun. Some things never change. Some things change so fast you don't even notice. Stay safe and enjoy the ride. Thank you, David. That was a great article. Okay, here we have our other front page article, May Rituals by David Edge. Ah, the month of May. Finally, most of the USA can breathe a sigh of relief as summer can really begin with warmer weather. While some are still dealing with the lingering piles of leftover snow, some parts of the country are already in full swing of summer heat. In Arizona, we have already had our first set of 100-degree days, and the snowbirds have flocked elsewhere to more temperature-flavored abodes. I'm amazed at how many of our clients have summer rituals of going back to family farms for the summer. Idaho, Iowa, the Midwest states? Of course, we have our fair share of folks going back to Chicago, New Jersey, Minnesota, yeah, I misspelled it on purpose, along with other cold weather extreme states. Not many snowbirds go back to the states south of the Mason-Dixon line. While those folks must deal with the summer humidity, they don't deal with 120 degree heat days like Arizona and some Nevada parts. We also have clients that go to the Rocky Mountains or ranches in Wyoming, Colorado, and Montana. Nothing like wide open spaces. Lots of excellent fly fishing, camping, horseback riding, and hiking in those states. Of course, tens of thousands of Americans visit our national parks during the summer, and they see the spectacular natural rock formations and waterfalls. A few lucky ones even get to raft the Colorado River through the Grand Canyon for a week or so. Such a spectacular trip and well worth the effort if you get the chance. So, whatever your month of May brings you, or takes you to, for that matter, I'm sure we're all looking forward to beginning some summer fun. So, where are you off to? Beach? Pool? Camping? I can already smell the barbecue. Okay, we have our safety article this month, written by Sharon Colbert Groves. Herd immunity. We've all heard this phrase over and over again this past year. But what is it, and can it actually be achieved? Herd immunity occurs when a high percentage or majority of the population achieves immunity to a disease limiting the spread. It usually occurs in two ways, through virus exposure or vaccination. Many of us are hoping that if we reach this stage, life can get back to normal. Scientists guesstimate that 70 to 90 percent of the population needs to reach immunity to manage the spread effectively, but that guess could change. Measles required an immunity threshold of 90 percent. Polio required 80%. This is per the World Health Organization. Many of us received the polio vaccine as children. I wonder how many of us can still find that vaccination scar. Mine was on my upper arm, but my daughter's is on the back of her knee. Go figure. 
News sources recently reported about 32% of Americans have received at least one dose of the COVID vaccine. With younger Americans able to receive the vaccine by summer, those immunization numbers should rise. That is good news since the news also reported that new strains make those under age 16 particularly vulnerable. I also heard that Arizona is the most efficient and effective in the country for handling and distributing, distributing the vaccine. So, which vaccine should you get? The CDC advises we should get the vaccine that is soonest available to us. Since we've waited this long for vaccine, don't gamble by shopping around. I'm very sensitive to many commonplace drugs. When I received my vaccine, I was concerned about having a reaction because I'm allergic to epinephrine. I took my grandson with me, an ER trauma nurse, and luckily only had the usual 24-hour later minor side effects. I was quickly back to being bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Whether or not you receive the vaccine is a personal choice. Your decision to vaccinate could contribute to reaching herd immunity sooner based on science's current projection. Many of us are vaccinated and are eager to greet you all again in person soon. Thanks, Sharon. We appreciate that update. Okay, Why Am I Me? by David Edge. The Best Years When we think about the best years of our lives, many of us wonder, have I already had them? Are they happening right now? Or will they be the best in my future? Past, present, future? What were you doing? Who was there with you? And what you feel or think about this makes you, you. How you think about your best years, and they may not have happened yet, might bring nostalgic thoughts about, our, about your youth or maybe it was a great job you had for several years. Was it when the kids were being born and raised? Perhaps your service in the military or during the years at college or university? What made those years so wonderful? Was it your youth, a travel experience? And if you haven't had the best years of your life yet, what are you waiting for? Maybe you're looking forward to retirement when you can finally travel and do what you want. I've often witnessed people having reactions and expressing themselves about this very thing. At a recent class reunion, the star quarterback remarked he felt that during senior year in high school, where he guided his team to the state championship, was the best thing that ever happened to him. Another person was excited that his son was finally able to take over the family business so that he could retire and finally enjoy his new best years. As we age, there are moments when we increasingly start to worry about our golden years and will they really be our best. Health is at the top of the worry list, followed closely by money. Worries we ask ourselves, do I have enough? The famous actress Helen Hayes had this to say about the best years. The hardest years were between age 10 and 70. And Paul Meyer, upon reaching age 70, proclaimed, Life begins at 70. Upon thinking about their best years, many folks feel great later in life because now that they're older, they've accomplished what they set out to do in their life and they can start to relax without so much worry and stress. Are you still waiting to create your best years or can you already name them and what made them so great? Who was with you? Where were you? Because whatever you think, it makes you, you. Okay, here we go. We have our financial tip of the month by Mark Fry. I'm writing my article today from sunny Florida, sitting on the beach dreaming about the perfect investment. What if there were a place I could shift assets so that they would never lose money? Wouldn't that be great? Insured municipal bonds come to mind, but those aren't paying much. 
So the perfect investment would also need to be able to participate in whatever gains the stock market achieves. But I don't want the risk of loss associated with investing in the stock market. Hmm. So I want these potential market gains with no risk of loss. Oh, and I also don't want to pay any fees. Yeah, that'd be great. Over my 34-year financial career, I have seen folks who have lost so much money chasing the almighty dollar, investing in the next big thing, trying to time the market, day trading, options trading, and speculative trading. Sometimes they reach out to a well-known brokerage firm and pay high fees only to discover that the broker put them in mutual funds that already have commissions and high internal fees on top of the broker's fees. Most of the time, they have snuck in proprietary funds from the firm they work for that may have higher fees and commissions and not necessarily better returns. So it's hard to know who you can trust. One thing for sure, though, nobody has a crystal ball. With all the world's uncertainty, you want to know what you have saved will last your lifetime. My musing about the perfect investment is not just a pipe dream. What if I told you it actually exists? There's a place one can put assets that have the characteristics I want. I actually own them myself and have been protecting clients' assets in them for years. A place with no fee, no market risk, semi-liquid for a period and then 100% liquid, tax advantaged, returns tied to the upside of market indexes that can be adjusted periodically, the ability to create a lifetime income while preserving access to the full value. Most folks approaching retirement or already retired should consider having a percentage of this type position in their portfolio, maybe even half. I do. To find out if something like this is right for you, call our office for an appointment with your advisor. And as always, no charge. Cheers from the beach. Thanks, Mark. Okay, and from our Medicare architects, we have an article by Laura Lee Drummond. Making Medicare Guidance and Transition 123 Easy at Work May seems to be bringing an abundance of blooms, like new opportunities to revisit some of the places or activities we avoided over the past year. We sure hope that you can soon begin planning visits to family and friends more safely by having the vaccine. One of the opportunities we are happy to begin enjoying again is our in-person workshops. Slowly, some of our favorite places together are opening to continue to meet new faces in person to share our knowledge and make Medicare decisions easier. We've noticed a growing number of attendees are younger caregivers and adult children eager to help their parents with Medicare decisions. Even if parents and family members are in different states, they can attend a workshop virtually together. Technology helps us make Medicare one, two, three easy. We are delighted to help folks of all ages with the basics of Medicare. We have always expressed how vital pre-planning is and technology makes meetings even more accessible for family caregivers to help. If you know of someone who is helping a friend or family member with Medicare, we would be delighted to see them attend one of our in-person or virtual workshops. Would your previous employer benefit from a dedicated Medicare employee education and transition help? Let me know. We're here to help guide employees and employers in clearing the confusion of Medicare. Laura at ClickTMA.com com. Thanks, Laura. And now we come to our Medicare moment by Tammy Semler. It's rate increase time. Well, it's that time of year again. 
Medigap companies are analyzing their 2020 claims data and making rate adjustments based on their findings. Some companies have already sent out their rate adjustment letters, while others will be doing so very soon. If you had had a claims-related rate increase in recent years, that will probably change based on 2020 claims. Why? The most significant factor is COVID. According to a March 24, 2021 press release from CMS, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, 2.7 million Medicare beneficiaries were diagnosed with COVID-19 during 2020, with 700,000 being hospitalized. Medicare hospitalization spending associated with COVID increased $10.3 billion in 2020. In addition, due to the COVID public health emergency, CMS temporarily suspended all improper payment-related requests for communication to minimize the burdens placed on providers and states. It is estimated that improper payments under original Medicare in 2020, this is fraud, incorrect coding, payments for ineligible beneficiaries or services, non-medical necessary services in other areas, accounted for a whopping $25.74 billion in spending. Remember, your Medigap policy pays its portion for all of these services. When claims go up, premiums also must increase. So what can you do if you can't afford your premium? If you're relatively healthy, you may be able to qualify for a Medigap plan through another insurance company. Remember, medical questions will apply to most people, and some companies may want to get your medical records from your physician to decide if you are a risk they want to take. We're happy to screen you to see if you qualify to make the change. Some companies will allow you to do a plan transfer without being medically underwritten, meaning that if you currently have Plan F, you might be able to switch to Plan G that has a lower premium by just requesting to do so. We would be happy to facilitate that change for you if your current Medigap, comp Medigap company allows that. Suppose you're with a company that does not allow a plan change without medical underwriting and you have significant pre-existing conditions. In that case, you will most likely need to hang in there until the upcoming annual enrollment period that runs from October 15th to December 7th. At that time, you could consider a change to a network-based Medicare Advantage plan and we could help with that. COVID has impacted the way we do business, the way we live our lives, and now the cost of our medical insurance. I'm sure you agree that we can't wait for this virus to go away and stop wrecking havoc on our lives and our pocketbooks, and hopefully that's soon. If you want to discuss changes to your Medigap plan, give us a call at 602-281-3898. We are always happy to help. Thanks, Tammy. Great article this month. And finally, the success story of the month by David Edge. Mixed marriage. Jean and Grave had grown up in the same small town and their birthdays were in the same month. After spending all 12 years in elementary school, junior high, and high school, they had literally known each other their entire lives. They became sweethearts in high school and soon after graduating had gotten married. After some 47 years of marriage, raising a family, and working, they were both turning 65 in six months and knew they had to choose a Medicare plan. We met them after they attended one of our Medicare workshops, and after reviewing when and where to enroll in Medicare Parts A and B, they had many questions about the pros and cons of Medicare Advantage plans versus Medicare Supplements, Medigap, and adding a Part D drug plan. After weighing the differences, Jean was adamant about keeping her Medicare and getting a Medigap at her Part D. Her mother had breast cancer. 
Jean had terrible memories about her mom's trials and tribulations of her various treatments with co-pays and network doctors and specialists. I want to go where I want to and have the freedom of choice for any treatments in case something happens to me, she declared. Gabe was thinking just the opposite and liked the all-in-one Medicare Advantage plans because he felt like they suited his needs better. For Gabe, we researched and found a plan that had his primary care doctor that was already on the plan and had extra goodies like free eye care and hearing exams and even offered some dental coverage. The Advantage plan is the way to go, he firmly stated. As the meeting turned to tad tense, we explained that they were both right. All Medicare plans are individual, so you can pick whichever plan or plans you feel are most appropriate for you. We do mixed marriages all the time, I calmly explained. After they shared a small laugh at this, they realized they could both win and have what they wanted. It's a happy ending, just like in fairy tales, Gabe explained. Everyone's medical needs are different, so if you're concerned about which plan is right for you, it's the one that's most appropriate. Call us. We can help. Wow. Another great edition of the American Retirement Advisor newsletter. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget to follow our page and subscribe to us. Click that little button so you get notified every time we post a new video. Give our video a thumbs up, but most importantly, have a great week.